It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to A View from the Bullens in partnership with the Fitzrovia Bell London, our official away day pub for all Evertonians. And sponsored by flatback4.co.uk, clothing inspired by the beautiful game. And fanscapes.co.uk, made by fans for fans. Hello and welcome to another podcast from A View from the Bullens with me, Mick Kemp, Lee McLean, Carl McKenna, Ben Winstanley, and Jamie Yates. Guys, Liverpool nil, Everton two. Get it in. Yeah. Get it in. Get Lee, <laughs> Lee, our first win there since 1999. Oh. What were your What were your thoughts, mate? Oh, Rick, there's no thoughts. Uh, I'm shaking. I can't believe it. I'm absolutely on cloud 25 here. Um, Mick, wow, we've won at last. That I'm field all those years of nearlies and getting screwed over and getting hidings gone. That monkey's now off our back, and we've talked about it, haven't we? We've said mm. this team needs a big win, a derby win, whatever, and and it's it's going to change our mentality. And you watch because th- th- you cannot put a value on what that win could do for this club because mm. the fan the fan base we're all guilty of it negative mindset going into that game thinking whatever we can't doubt Ancelotti again there never he, I'm, I'm never doing it again and I promise you I'm never ever doing it again <laughs> um, that was outstanding could have been more you know, it was 2-0 could easily be more I don't want to hear moaning about the penalty it was a penalty end of you know they've had ridiculous penalty decisions over the years we've, we've got one today which was a pen mm. um, Richarlison love you what a goal, what a pass <laughs> from Hammers. Um, and, oh, mate, I, I've never been this happy in a long, long time. And I'm mm. just buzzing. I, I had to go for a walk, Mick, on 70 minutes. Um, I couldn't watch. It, it was just too nerve wracking. So I went out the house for 15 minutes and I came back in, seeing the score, and just went nuts. Um, 
I'm going to let the lads up there say because we all need to share in this because this what a night, boys. What a yeah, night. What? Get in, Carl. Your Carl, I'm, I'm absolutely sweating oh. just watching the game. Oh. <laughs> How is it for you, mate? Oh, mate, I'm mean, echoing what Lee said. That's a shame. You can move this on quicker. I think, Mick, absolutely fantastic. I mean, start to finish, we were just like... Oh, we were so good in areas where we needed to be. It was like, it was so refreshing to see in a in a in a Merseyside derby that we did not bottle it from the way get go, and it was absolutely. Oh, I can't even get my words out how good it worked for us. When you see that team, like Lee said, then he's never going to question Ancelotti, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna do the same because when I seen that team, I was like, oh my god. Like Ben put a thing up on Twitter, didn't he? Like, all oh, sit back and and the charts in front. <laughs> and and mm. I think that was everyone's mentality, though. I think you'd be lying if you didn't think that. You, yeah. you just have to admit it. Everyone knew, everyone thought that. We just came out. We were just, ah, oh, we were so good and so refreshing to see that you know. Can this team step up a level? Damn right we can. Damn right we can. We know where we've got our angles covered in games. And today, Ancelotti. The backroom staff, whoever was involved in picking that team there, be proud. Wow, they they will they will be more happier than us because they're probably mm. in the same position. You know, listening to all the twenty two years since we've won at Anfield, you know, all of that would have been in the back of the minds, and they've gone out there and been very ballsy and played that team, knowing we get the balls of hammers in them areas. Nine times out of ten, he finds a pass, and what did he do in the first couple of minutes? Well, first ten minutes. Mm. Whatever it was we scored in. Can't even remember the games are played. Three minutes. <laughs> three, three, three minutes. minutes. It was the first five minutes. I thought it was early. And he's played that ball to Richardson and fair play to Richardson. That's the Richardson I fell in love with over the course of his career at Everton. Today sums him up in a nutshell. He was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. He was an absolute shire horse. He was just running through everyone. Shire horse. Is that a word? It's a word isn't it? it is for you, Carl. Let's have it. I love it, yeah. He was, shire horse is all He way. was running through everyone. You know, it's like, get, well, let's have it. You know what I mean? And I just, that's the retardation we need in, in most games. And I get it, you know, footballers go through times where they think they're not going to play as good or whatever. But for today, he... At the midfield, the core started rough and he got into the game. Pickford was brilliant. Michael Keane was like, Sergio Ramos, if you want to say. He was absolutely awesome. He was so composed. He was unbelievable. Ben Goffrey, that's maybe because he was next to him. I don't know. Everything, whatever happened today and whatever has happened in the past when we lost to Newcastle, Fulham, today is all forgot about for me because I thought the lads today showed that when they need to, when they need to knuckle down and they switch on, they can bring success to this club. And as a fan, I'm emotional because I think, could this be a turning point with the mentality switching up the blues? Mm. Ben, take I your never life. felt more like singing the blues <laughs> when Everton win. I live for blues. You got me singing the blues. Like, that, that's me. That went to number one, that Ben. <laughs> I best get a little sweet late mid tomorrow. <laughs> Mate, oh, I am over the moon. Literally, what a manager, what a team. It's yeah. the, the fight, the mentality, it was there from the get-go. They had the game plan tonight and it worked absolutely spot on. We nullified them. We didn't just beat them. 
We literally they didn't have a, a single big chance. Bar the one was Salah. We played them off the park tactically. Before the game, people were questioning Ancelotti. What is he playing at? What's that team? He knows how to win. He is a born winner, and he is changing yeah. the mentality within the fans, the players, and the club itself. He is the best. I've said again, going back to him, best signing in thirty years in my lifetime, Carlo Ancelotti. What a manager! Grazie, Carlo. Absolutely stupid. <laughs> but honestly, Mick, the whole team, Jordan Pickford, is of an absolute stormer. A stormer. Yeah. He's put it all his good for him. to bed. Especially good for him. Yeah. yeah. Good on you, Jordan. Absolutely. Unbelievable from the start off. I thought Mason Holgate was absolutely superb against one of the got probably the best wingers in the Premier League. And man, he was, he was mm-hmm. against Fulham and other games against City. He was off the ball tonight. He was focused. The whole team knew what they were going to do. They were they were in hard. They were playing for one another, and we've mm-hmm. missed that. Like mm-hmm. literally from the get go, there was people running around. Like Carl said, the core a bit shaky to start, but he grew into the game. It must have been cold tonight because that hammers Rodriguez, by the way. Yeah, he wants to get off by the looks of it. But he, <laughs> that, that pass is world class. No other player on yeah. that pitch could have took that down the way he did and put that ball to Richarlison. It was millimetre perfect for me. Yeah. And what a finish. Like Carl said, that's the Richarlison we love. Direct, quick, bang. Didn't even look where the goal was. That, that He finished like a striker who's on 10, 15 goals this year. He's taking over now. That's so. it. Scoring. He's, he's he's coming back the pigeon again. Doing the pigeon around <laughs> my living room again. Everyone thinks I'm mad in this close, but no, oh, I'm great. absolutely over the moon. Thank you, Everton. Brilliant. Thank you, Carlo Ancelotti, because you're making my night. I'm losing my voice here, tearing up. But what a team, Mick! I'm absolutely over the moon. Mm, Jamie, thanks for joining us tonight. It doesn't get much better than that. Anfield does it for uh, us. This is uh, my favourite. Favorite debut of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the lads have sort of covered covered most things, but absolutely, you know, Ancelotti. We cannot, we can't doubt him. We can't, we can't question what that man's doing. I've, I sort of weirdly, I, I I'm not just saying this. I, I thought we might get something tonight, maybe, maybe a draw or whatever, but we. Exactly what everybody said, you know. We just got going straight away, got into them, and I thought I, I was because I was a bit sort of thinking, oh well, I'm doing this podcast tonight. I haven't done done anything like this. I wrote a couple of little things down while it was going along. Mm. It was partly sort of calmed me down a little bit during the matches. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remove myself from the nerves a little bit. But at half time, I just wrote down, "We're not shitting ourselves." Basically, pardon. <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not like we weren't. Um, we, I don't think we looked nervous at all. Like Decore gave the ball away a couple of times, but he's inevitably the guy who's then at the end clearing it from his own mistake because mm. he covers every blade. They were just brilliant. I think you, to try and pick a man of the match out, out of that, well, the man of the match is, is the manager, really. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, anyone on the pitch, Boom. I mean, Pickford, in those conditions, you know, I live just about just three quarters of a mile from the ground. I live in a big tall building and it's whistling around. The wind is unreal. And, mm. you know, Pickford looked, he came out and caught everything. He made that great double save. Got the, with the deflection. Was that Mane's chance or Arnold, Alexander Arnold coming through? He just, he yeah, looked yeah. like authoritative for the first time in a long time. What that will do for that lad's confidence. Massive. And again, the way the manager has managed him. Because everyone would have, if, if he'd played Olsen, everyone would have said, yeah, right choice. But, you know, Pitford mm. sort of maybe, hopefully, 
became a man for Everton tonight. And from 1 mm. to 11, as they said in the old days, they were brilliant, all of them. So mm. strong, mm. so solid. And we, you know, we nullified Sky's favourite team, didn't we? Yeah. No. <laughs> I wrote yeah. a quote from Carragher at the end. You can't keep saying Van Dijk is out. I'm sick of saying it myself. Well, you know, that's, mm. we stopped them playing. You know, and one another mention for it as well for um for Tom Davis, the way oh, he just put his foot on the ball and looked Super. up on almost on our penalty spot to play it wide for Richarlison for the second goal. Davis Super. started that move after the ball was pinging around and you're thinking, here we go, and he just stopped it, looked up. He's growing, and you know, he is. the manager is mm, in him. They're, I don't know, you know, but you, you do, you just we all want to go out dancing now, don't we? Really. <laughs> Yeah, it was just oh, wonderful. And did anyone catch their um, big dunk giving Coleman a kiss? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Jealous? Oh no! Yeah, wonderful. Lee, just touching on what Jamie's just said about Jordan Pickford. I know one game doesn't make a season, but under the conditions that you know it was very windy, the occasion, and the last time he was there, you know he dropped a bit of a clanger. He was absolutely outstanding tonight, wasn't he? Unbelievable, Mick. You know, we, we all have to give special mention to him because the the fallout from that Goodison derby has been nothing short of an absolute disgrace. You know, the media are guilty of it. You know, they've kept the uh, fan in the flames of, of this issue for, what, five months now? Yeah, the Twins had only just been born mm. five months. He's had to put up with headlines. He's had to put up with vitriol, abuse for, for making a tackle. I mean, in- injuries have happened in 140 years of football and you'd think there'd never been an injury before. It's been a joke. So the strength of character that lad has shown tonight to put in a performance like that, faultless, absolutely faultless. All of his wrongdoings earlier in the season where he wasn't commanding, he was coming out, he was flapping across as he was punching it into the wrong areas. There was none of that. You know, he was commanding, he was coming out, he was catching it. You know, he dealt with the wind like it wasn't even there. Um, mm. You know, and you know what Liverpool are like. We're making excuses about the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be no excuses from Everton tonight. But I'm, I'm just delighted, Mick. We've that group of players there. You know, we we can all remember that the starting eleven in 1999. It should never have been this long. But these are the group of players that have gone and done it. Yeah, and they can say mm-hmm. we were the ones who ended that run, and that who do. You know, Richard mm-hmm. Richarlison's made himself a you know a hero for 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 life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the best feeling ever to finally say we haven't won at Anfield until, you know, we don't have to say that anymore, but, you know, we can say we, we've just won there. You're not going to win at Anfield every season because they're a good side and it's a hard place to go. But to go 22 years is obviously, you know, it's, it's not right. Let's just hope that we can gain belief and confidence from that result and push us on to other big games which you've got coming up, notably on the 20th of March, mm. and really use that to instill a level of confidence that we haven't seen for some time. And with Ancelotti at the helm, I think I think they'll do that. You've seen how much that means. But look look at the reaction on the bench. Look at Duncan Ferguson, Seamus Coleman, you know what I mean? Look listen to us, you know, before we went live today. That was it that mm. was that was twenty two years of, of outpouring of just pure emotion coming out. I was doing press ups. Listen, I'm not joking or saying it for effect on a podcast. I, I came in and I was doing press ups and doing running on the spot because I, I didn't know what else to do. I had to get rid of it. It's, it's just the best feeling. As an Evertonian, we, we're all Evertonians. We live and breathe it. We go to the game. We spend our hard earned money. We've been through all the lows and stuff. 
this is a high and we've got to enjoy it tonight and boy am I mm. going to enjoy it. <laughs> Carl, I know we touched on Mason Holgate but I just want to go back to Mason Holgate. He, he kind of man-marked Sadio Mane in the game and what a job he did. He, he stuck to him like glue and bearing in mind Sadio Mane is, is one of the best forward wingers in, in, in Europe, people would say. He really nullified him today, didn't he, and showing what he's capable of. Yeah, he looked, he did, he did, Mick. He looked so composed as well at times, sometimes, again today, and I just, don't know what it is with Mason, maybe, maybe he struggles with, like, being on the ball for, for some games, I don't know. It's, I mean, as an Evertonian, we look at this, don't we, and think, what players get up for big games? Mason Allgate's definitely one of them. Big games, mm. he, he gets up for them. Always has done. Um, you know, Bearing in mind now and then he might not, but in the other games that we play, he seems to like sort of just chew his gum and like, no, we only play in Newcastle at all. Fulham, like, I'd like to see Mason Allgay play like that every week and you know, push for the starting place and make, make cement himself in the team, wherever that may be, centre back or right back. You know, he needs to make, he needs to make a position his own and, and play like he did tonight. and you know, I've got to say a big praise, by the way, for uh, Seamus oh, Coleman next wow. as well, Mick. Mm. You, know, I've, um, you know, I I come at him a bit in the last podcast, just I thought, you know, I just thought maybe it was time for him to, he was a great servant, but today, wow, I mean, I'm very emotional myself for, for Seamus, to be honest, because if you think about it, he, he's lost a lot of games at that club. He's been in Everton for a long time, and you could mm. see it on his interview, I managed to catch it before it went live, that he was he was almost in tears and Duncan Ferguson grabbed him, didn't he, for ages and Ancelotti grabbed him as well and he were like, you know, what a captain, you, you know, you brought, mm. you brought the, the monkey off our back away and we looked at you to build, the, to bring the team and him and, him and Allgate today on that right side just just nullified, man, I, I thought the two of them were absolutely perfect and even when Allgate got too tight, Coleman went past Holgate, if you noticed, to cover, to cover, mm. So we knew Mane was going to take him down the wing and Allgate would just be round him. It was just synergy and it was poetry and emotion, to be honest, because they, they were so, they were on the ball. They were on the ball. That him, Allgate and Coleman today probably play, played one of the best games they've played together for a long, long time. And, you know, they should be really proud of that. And it, moving back to your question, Mick, I think Mason. He has to he has to find a place in that team for himself because there's no point in playing one good game, two good games, and then turning up against lower opposition and thinking, I'll just, you know, I'm not really up for this before mm. training and whatever, pre-match warm-up. He, he needs to be at it. Because when he's at it and he's focused, he, he's quite he's quite good. <laughs> he's quite good, isn't he? <laughs> you know, he's quite he's let's have it right. He's quite good. And, you know, just being times off here when, when us four have spoke about it and said who would we sell? You know, I think he might have been in that bracket just because we might have got good money mm. for him. But, you know, it's sometimes you, you've got to see it. We've got to see past what, what, what we, we can see in games when he's awful. He's got the ability. He's got Carlo Ancelotti as his manager. You, you heard it with um, Coleman before the game. With the manager we've got, with the belief we've got, we're hoping to get rid of this 22 years. He said that before the game, but he said, there's no point in me mm. telling you, yeah, because we've done this millions of times. We need to go out and do it on the pitch. Mm. And, and it triggered something in my mind. And I thought, the big games, the, the likes of Mason Allgate and, uh, and other players, are they really, really tuned in? Because if we can change that to being tuned in 80, 85% of the season, 
we, we, we could be next level. Like, and I know that sounds mad after one game against the champions. It, it does. It sounds like I'm falling right off the off the radar, and I've had too many lucky butter beers. But <laughs> lucky butter. That's what it's called, by the way. Just to get it right, that's what it's called. I, I just feel like he, Mason Allgate, being he's got ability, but I, I can't really say how good he is because I've not seen it consistently. Mm. So mm. the answer to the question is, yeah, I'm hoping he kicks on from you. Mm. Ben, we've spoke about Holgate, Ben Godfrey before in the past, and we've said when them two play together, you don't feel like we're going to get bullied and we can mix it with teams. There was incidents in today's game where uh, Holgate, I think, was laughing at Mane as he got booked because uh, Mane made a foul on on Holgate, uh, and Godfrey's big slide and tackling edge of the box. I think it was against Shakiri. It's that, yeah. It's it's those sort of moments, aren't you? That that says to the to the opposition, obviously in Liverpool, we're not going to be messed around in. We're not going to be bullied, and we're going to stand up to it. I mean, oh, missed that, that for years. I, I was I was <laughs> off my couch. Go go on, lad. Go on. I thought it was a shot. Absolutely loved it. I thought, go on, Rob Allison, why you at it? <laughs> Did he touch the ball after that security? By the way, <laughs> I wouldn't want Ben Godfrey coming Best behind me at all. The man is an absolute yeah. tank, and he. Him and Holgate today, mm. superb. We, we spoke about it previously. They're the snide little ones you want to know. That's it. Some of them Liverpool players didn't want to know there. When you're looking behind you, you've got Salah and Manny hitting the deck because they know they're going to get it. They know they're in for the game. They, they didn't get a sniff all game. I thought mm. Michael Keane was back to his best tonight. Superb he was tonight. Yeah. And Ben Godfrey was... Mm. I, I love him. I absolutely love him. He's just... He's what Everton's all about, isn't he? He plays for the shirt. I've just seen a picture there of him hugging Dunk at the end and they look both in tears. Mm. And like, I love that. That's what that's what, that's what gets us Evertonians up for it. Passion. If, 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 you, mm. if you fight for the badge, regardless of ability, we will get behind you. The, the fans will back you. Just play for the shirt. Play for the club, and Ben Godfrey has done that since we signed him. He's really embraced the culture around Everton, the fans, the feel. Even when there was fans there temporarily, he understood big tackles, getting the crowd going. If it's a full Goodison, he is going to thrive with a full set of fan base behind him. He's going to feel like a million dollars because he was—he is an outstanding footballer. And I, I can't even—I'm listening to me. I'm shaking. I can't. I, I'm honest to God, mate. I'm, I'm ecstatic that the players was just solid at the back. The game plan was perfect today. If you look at like mate, like uh, Carl Tuts and then with Coleman, the two two up and on on Manny, he didn't know what to do. He just kept on going back. There, there was there was no outball for them. That Thiago didn't didn't even like do anything. Supposedly the best midfield in the world. Mm. It was completely nullified by the by the oh. general. Thomas Davis. Ben, go and get a beer, mate. Go and get a beer. Settle yourself down. But uh, no, Tom Davis, the general as well in the middle there. Unbelievable. He has turned yeah, so many well. Evertonians mm. around in the past month. Me, so uh, do you know him. what? Me included. It's, uh, he, and me. Yeah, you know well, me, like, we've all said it by, back mm. just before Christmas time. We were all saying, Where's this, where does he fit into this team? Is he going to progress? Is he going to be one you potentially sell? And now for me, Yes, he was unbelievable today. He was tackling everyone. He was getting brave, brave. getting stuck in. It, it's as if he's been studying Alan in that number six role and he's learning from the best mm. with Carlo Ancelotti. It's mm. it's just unbelievable tonight. And what it means for us as Evertonians is, it, it, I can't describe it. I'm sure you're all going to be listening to it probably tonight 
and you'll all be getting fired up again because I'm I'm fired up. We're all fired up. And it's I, enjoy your weekend, Blues. Enjoy it. Have a drink and toast it mm, to our football yeah. club and Carlo Ancelotti. <laughs> but like I said, Mick, Ben Godfrey, solid signing, great player. Unless Carl Sutton on Holgate, he can improve and we need to see it on a consistent basis. But tonight, he was brilliant. Mm. Jamie, Tom Davis has had his critics. We've all criticised him and I think every other Tony would be lying if they said they haven't doubted him in the past. But he's really shown what he's capable of yeah, now, isn't yeah. he? I mean, I, I've always been a fan of his and I've, I've always been a, on his side. I've always stood up for him. I think as a young boy, we still forget he's just, tw- what, is he 22 and a half now? Something like that. Mm. Um, mm. How many managers has he played under? How many different positions has he yeah. played under those managers or been chopped and changed in and out of the team? He's growing into the player. We all knew when, if you remember when he first came into the side, we were we were struggling, and he sort of became this little sort of super sub and stuff. And he'd come on, mm. and it, mm. this is a few months before he scored the famous goal against City, which is arguably my favourite ever Everton goal. If you actually watch it, I was I was living up in Scotland mm. at the time, so I was watching it on TV, and it's just a beautiful piece of cinema. The way <laughs> everything mm. you hear the clatter of the seats going up as everyone's standing. And he dashes mm. down the wing, you know, and then cuts in and unbelievably scores that goal. Well, that he, he's reinventing himself now, as I think Ben said, uh, sort of the general in midfield. You know, he had, had his he- head up high. He's looking around. Like I say, the way he, he just calmly, he didn't hack that ball away on um, 80 minutes or whatever it was. He looks up, picks Richarlison out, the perfect ball down the wing. Calvert-Lewin, how, you know, coming off the injury, how he had the pace to just run past <laughs> Superman the, the <laughs> and get Hello. on the end of it. And that See him Davis, Calvert-Lewin, wow. Unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's a, it would have been a brilliant goal, you know, if, <laughs> if he'd have managed to slot it home. Even yeah. better that we get yeah. a spawny penalty out of it and score it. But <laughs> no, Davis, I think, is just, he's just growing all the time and, and it shows strength of character that because you wouldn't have blamed him if he'd have been ended up out on loan at Preston or something. And he's never mm-hmm. he's never had to do that because the managers know he's a good player. And I'm not again. I'll go back to the thing. I'm ne- not going to. I never have doubted Carlo Ancelotti. I mean, what do I know? Um, you know, compared to him about football, what do any of us know? He's he's, he's brilliant, and and he's mm-hmm. guiding him. And you can see the confidence he's injecting into the the whole squad. Michael Keane was just just a rock in the centre there, marshalling the two the two younger mm. Yorkshiremen either side. And we've got some grit there now, but we've got quality as well. Davis is a quality player. I think it was actually, I mean, my one worry in the game there was I thought Gomez was going to get sent off early in the yeah. second half. Yeah, Gomez and Decore, they both have a habit of playing these weird little back passes that are dangerous. And mm. I think they're maybe asking a bit too much of the lads at the back and they're, and the conditions weren't great, but both of them two or three times did it. And Davis was in there mopping up. He was always the outball. Mm. His energy in the, the game against Spurs at the week, it's, it just, it's brilliant. It, it, I think he's a cracking player. And now, look, he's given a chance, given a run in the side. He's playing with better players. And he's, he's becoming the player, hopefully. You know, I, I just don't get it why people give local lads a hard time. Well, it'd be the best thing in the world mm. if Tom Davis is leading us in a few years to. To silverware, isn't it? You know. Oh, I would love that. I love, <laughs> that. I would love it. But 
But, um, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think he's great. And I mean, any one of them, like I said before, any one of them could be man of the match. And you can argue. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Lee, just touching on what Jamie just said about Dominic Calvert-Lewin. He, he came off the bench after a little niggle of, uh, with his hamstring, I believe. What a difference he made when he came on. He's 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 top man, Mick. As I say, I didn't. I, I've got to be honest because I, I said before I went out for a walk. I didn't see much of him, um, mm. but in terms of what he offers to this side, obviously we, we've seen what a, what a huge miss he is in the last couple of weeks. We've had no focal points. He makes things stick. Obviously, you've seen his impact for the for the penalty incident. He was superb, um, and to have him back now is going to be you know just a, a huge bonus. And you know to be able to bring him on after what was it sixty minutes maybe. It just mm. gave you that little bit more confidence that we were not going to be penned back and we would, we'd have that outlet because we were always, Liverpool were going to push forward. We were always going to get our chances and ultimately that's what happened and that's what led to the penalty. Um, but his influence, if you look, you know, imagine sitting here saying this four, three, four years ago because, you know, he, he was another one probably in the Tom Davis category where there were severe doubts over whether he was going to make it at Everton or. You know, was it was it a step too high for him? Um, but he's he's grown and and he was given that time and that opportunity, and obviously physically he's he's come on leaps and bounds and he's he's a unit now. He's a presence, and his his value to to Everton is just indescribable. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. And and I think Tom, listen, and I was Tom Davis's biggest critic. You know, I'll come out and say, it, but to be fair, you know. His performances were poor and they were consistently poor. But he's the lad's he's shown strength of character, he's turned it something's happened, something's clicked. And he's turned he's had this opportunity, obviously, with Alan being out, and he's took the opportunity with both hands and the bravery that that lad shows now on the ball. Yeah. You know, I've got my heart in the mouth in my mouth and, and, and I need I needn't have my heart in my mouth because he, he's cool uh, cool as a cucumber. And mm. he's got bravery, he's got confidence, he'll take it past the man. Um, I love the way he draws niggly fouls and then he always laughs. <laughs> and, and, and as if to say, I knew what I was doing there, sort of thing. He's got that little bit of mischief about him and, and stuff. And it's just great to see him step out from his own shadow and, you know, be the player that, you know, he probably always had, it, had inside, but it, for whatever reason. It wasn't coming out and it wasn't showing in his performances, but it certainly is now. And let's give Ancelotti a headache because you've got you've got mm-hmm. Alan there. Obviously, he wasn't fully fit. You know, he did, clearly didn't want to risk him today. But I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't come straight back in because Alan's a quality footballer. He's he's arguably our best player or most impactful player. But it gives him a question, and and he's certainly now cemented himself as a as a as a member of the squad who's absolutely indispensable. And and if you'd have mm. told me that, even a few weeks ago, I'd have thought you were mad because it looked like it, that January transfer window. I was convinced he was going to be going out on loan. I thought he was going to be one of them, along with John Joe Kenny and the rest, who was going to go out and get some opportunity to get football elsewhere. But as it turns out, thank God he didn't because what an impact he's having now. Um, mm. So it'd be great to get Calvert Lewin back. Obviously, we've now got to capitalise on on Monday, a week on Monday against Southampton. We have to capitalise because they're they're in a bad run. This game, you know, we're all on a high. The, the players need to take stock now and and think. Right, we, we're on four. We're safe now, by the way. Which is great, <laughs> um, we're on forty points. We're right in the mix. We're level on points with Liverpool. Game and hand, right in that top four mix. 
we have to take that next step and cement ourselves in this race for the top four, which is wide open by beating Southampton at Goodison a week on Monday. It's such an important game. And I think Calvert-Lewin will come back. He'll start. And I'd love to see, see him fire us to victory in that game. But well, I'm, I, can't, I can't get my heart rate under control. I really can't. It's... You got your lapper watch on? Honestly, God. I'm like, and, and my little twins are unbeaten. Oh, brilliant. Um, you know, yeah, there you two go. Two derbies, you know, a draw, a draw and a win. They're unbeaten. Um, you know, long may it continue. Absolutely happy man tonight, mate. Nice, nicely. Mm. Carl, it, it, it's been well documented and I know everyone's gone on about the injuries that Liverpool have had, but in credit to Everton, we were out our spine today. Yerry Mina, Alan and DCL. Obviously, DCL came on, but none of them three started and they're just as important to the Everton team as are the Liverpool lads that are missing out. Yeah, of course. You, know, you can only beat a team that's on paper, can't you? Liverpool champions, doesn't matter who's playing, they're still champions. So, Everton lost, lost players because we're not champions. We were still depleted at the start of the team. That, that starting 11 was depleted, in my opinion. Liverpool's obviously mm. was, and you know, we, we, we can talk about that till the cows come home about their situation, but quite frankly, I'm not that arsed. Mm. We have got a squad, Mick, and if you look at the players that were on the bench today, someone actually texted me um, before the game and said, Jesus Christ, Carl, our bench is better than our starting 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't really see what he means there, but I, I sort of got it, do you know what I mean? What he means is that the key players were on the bench. Um, that can change the game, but you know what's that tell you? We had me in the mission, Alan mission, DCL mission. Okay, they're on the bench, but they're mm. still missing. The big, the big, mm. they've been big, big parts of most of the season. Alan was absolutely quality before they got injured. Me and has been probably our most consistent centre half, along with Keane. You know, him and me have been in and out of the team, but both of them have been absolutely outstanding. So it's it's. <laughs> Look, drawing it back, Mick, you know, we won today, absolutely fantastic, 22 years, it's gone now, it's over, we don't have to talk about it, like Lee said, we don't have to say we never won until 22 years ago, we can say we won last year. Moving forward though, them players have got to come back now, but the players that play today, it's down to them to lose the position. For me, that team he played today, give or take, you might throw Allen in and give Davis a rest, he should be able to tinker now with the team that's got the foundations to win games. The foundations are being set. Now, what we need to find out is what players we need moving forward to make the foundations become attractive. Because when we're playing the likes of Newcastle, Fulham, which we all know, we can't break them down. Liverpool today were very, very active. They were bombing forward. Robinson, you know, we all know how they play. Man City are the same as well. But then teams that do that, they play into Everton's hands. They just don't know it. But the teams that were playing at home, which we won more games away. Am I, am I right there? I'm right, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. We won yeah. more games away yeah. Yeah. because the teams attack us more. So for me... Twice as many games, yeah, Carl. Twice as many, many yeah, games yeah. away. I've been collected, yeah. Brilliant. Unbelievable. So I think for me, Mina is a, is a big miss. Alan's a big miss. Massive. DCL, quality striker. Big miss. But for me, Mick, when they come into the team, we need to be able to tinker that team now. And Ancelotti, I'm sure, because of the way he is and you know the manager he is, he will be thinking, in certain games, we have not got enough to cut teams apart when, when we have to do it, if that makes sense. We ha- when we have to mm-hmm. like slice a team apart, 
we struggle with that raw pace. But when people give us opportunities to go 1v1 or 2v2 or give us a little bit of like retards and thinks, Jesus, I would have got one defender here and I've got the better of him. He did it today numerous times. He knows when he's one-on-one or two against one, he's either going to win a foul or he's going to protect the ball and spin off and probably get a chance like he did today. So I just mm. feel like, so on the back from the result today, Everton now need to get the foundations which are already set in stone for enough defenders to be solid. Now all we need to find is what differentiates us from being a top five, top six team, maybe Eight. top four. And, and, and now as Lee mm. just said then, that's, that's it. You know, so moving forward, the squad is absolutely quality when it comes to get your, get your head down, batting down the hatches, we'll 1-0 up. I'd be surprised that how many games have we lost and we've been 1-0 up under Ivan Chalotti? Not many, mate. I wouldn't many, yeah, but not many. It'd be nice many. to know that stat. It wouldn't be many, would it, no? And by the way, Sigurdsson's no, no. the first player this season to come off the bench and score, yeah. you know, for Everton. And score, yeah, from a substitution. <laughs> so yeah. That needs yeah. to change, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you know, obviously that's not going to be good because <laughs> your substitution is supposed to change change the dynamic of the game. They're supposed to make an impact. Mm. So I just feel like the answer to your question is we've got great players coming back, but we also have to think this is the squad now. This is the foundations. They've proved it tonight. They've had massive, massive monkey on the shoulder. It would have been going on all week since that Man City game when we got absolutely terrorised. Since the Fulham game got absolutely terrorised. We've come out, we've set the foundations again. Now, could we keep them foundations and can we progress? And then I'll be, mm. oh, I'll be doubly happy if we can get the fans <laughs> in the cabinet before the end of the season as well because <laughs> that's one thing that we're all, all crying out for. If Everton start doing really, really well, which we're all, we all hope, you know, we're all going to be pining for t- tickets, aren't we? We're all going to be wanting to enter mm. the ballot. We're all going to be wanting to get back into the ground. It would frustrate the life out of me if Everton went to the FA Cup final and no one could go to the game. Mm. So we just need to build on the foundations that we've got, get the players back that we're missing, which are quality players, but it, it quality breeds um, all the players in to the game. So Holgate knows if he's not playing too well, he's going to get replaced. Davis knows mm. he's not playing too well, he's going to get replaced. You know, there's that, that's what you need. You need to know that players understand this is your role. Do your role and do it right and you'll never get dropped. And today, mm. you know, if that team didn't start next week against Southampton, you could probably knock at the manager's door and say, what happened there, Gaffer? And he'll go, well, it was a diff- we're going for different situations. Okay, I understand that. And that's how it should be. You've got to have camaraderie in the lads and I think tonight we showed it and I'm hoping to God that this is, this is us for the rest of the season. Mm. Ben, I want to just bring it back to the game as well. Chris Kavanagh, the referee tonight, I just want to touch on him. We've obviously uh, had our fair share of bad decisions go against us in derbies, but he was really strong tonight, wasn't he? He wasn't buying any dives and he even stuck what? his guns on the penalty decision. first refereeing performance that I felt like has been to a high standard. Um, I thought he was authoritative. I thought he refereed really well. He booked players when they needed to be booked, but he tried to let the game flow. Now, as Lee said earlier, that, that is a nailed-on penalty for me on, on uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. It's the fact that Trent has kicked out his foot at the end, which has caused him to finally fall and obviously hit the deck. And he only needed one look at it to, and he was banged on the money by saying, I agree with my own decision here. It's a penalty. Um, he booked the players. He, he, do you know what? He took no no silly fouls, no diving. I've seen Salah and Mane with up to their usual tricks going down far too easily 
as if they're going down the, the mm-hmm. Pepsi Max in Blackpool. Literally, on. it was, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, we, we didn't take any of it. And it was, it was really, really refreshing to see a referee get a grip of a game, which is a high calibre and can be hard to referee at times. <laughs> yeah, he took the players. He took the players on. He was authoritative, and like I said, Mick, brilliant. But cut, cut this answer short, Mick, because it's time for the for me to ask you a quick question. What are your feelings, Mick? Because I can't, I can't let you off with a game like this. And not well done, Ben. Well good done, shout, Good shout. Come on, Mick. I'll be honest, lads. I had to phone my dad. Uh, I was a bit emotional. I had to phone my dad. The last time we went at Anfield, I was nine. I'm obviously thirty-one. Don't look um, it. I was I was sweating, absolutely sweating downstairs watching the game on the TV. I couldn't sit still. Um, I mean, at half time, I took the dog round the block quickly just to get out of the house, just to try and a bit like Lee, just to just try and burn some energy. Um, I don't even know what to say, honestly. It's just one of them games where I just look back and I just think this could be the making of this Everton team. Um, and I feel like it may have saved our season. I know that sounds a bit That's dramatic, true. but if we'd have, if we'd have lost, we would have been on 37 points, six points away from fourth and, and fifth, and you start to get slipping away. But to go there, the character shown and, and do what they did. It, I mean, I've been to Anfield numerous times and I've seen us bottle it. I've seen us roll over, have our tummies tickled. Um, but yeah, this one means a lot, I think, to every blue. And especially, like I say, my dad. And the only thing that can eclipse us now for me is is, is winning a trophy while my dad's amazing, uh, amazing, amazing. still alive, so to speak. So yeah. Amazing, mech. Yeah. I, I'm well enough here, mate. Let me go and go on some tissues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. Quality answer. Jamie, just just looking at the league table, we're, we've got a game in hand on Chelsea and we're three points behind them and obviously Chelsea sitting fourth. What can this kind of result now do well, for our season? Yeah, I mean, you have to hope for the best possible scenario that it really is our modern day, you know, Kevin Brock moment or whatever. And that, you know, that... You saw mm. how delighted the players and the staff and everyone was at the end. No doubt, Coppers will be giving us all sorts for, oh, look at you celebrating as though you won, won the cup. Yes. But you know what? Mm-hmm. The way things have been for us in recent years, it, that is bloody well like winning. Oh, yeah, you know, it's massive. Yeah. It's massive. I don't give, mm. give a monkey's what anyone else from any other club, what, whatever, thinks. You know, that is absolutely huge. And you could see it. And you could, you could, you can see in this sort of trimmed down squad we've got now, maybe, you know, people were thinking, oh, we should have signed a couple more in January. I think Ancelotti and Brands and that lot between them, they've trimmed it down to a lean, mean kind of squad where we've got a bunch of players who are good enough on their day. Now it's up to them to prove are they good enough to be the future of Everton Football Club. And you look at likes of Godfrey mm. and people like that and you think, you know, yeah, they're nailed on. They're just the attitudes right all sorts yeah. but then you look at people like you know Gomez and Sigurdsson who you know divide opinion or or just you know <laughs> people have been you know just want them nowhere near the near the team again okay mm. if you come on and put mm. put in a shift there you get you gets the penalty you know yeah. I think a lot of the games this season ones where you know likes of Fulham and Newcastle Ancelotti's put out a team there and said go on you're good enough to win this and you know prove prove me wrong and Sadly, that you know, a couple of times have proved him wrong, but at the end of this season, I think it will be a, another chance for him to say, "Okay, you know, we've done what we can with with this relatively small squad, really, but we've got decent cover in all positions." I'd, I would add some some real pace, you know, and another option up front would mm-hmm. would be handy. But I think he's just biding his time, and so rather than rushing out and 
getting you know just bringing people in for the sake of it he's at, he's he's working with what he's got and he's building strength you know within it reminds me a little bit although we've got much more quality of after after Rooney left and we had a real small squad where you looked at it and thought hang on you know are we good mm. enough here we're going to struggle and actually often in that sort of situation it works because you you're up you've got backs against the wall straight away because you know we've and plus you know the whole Van Dyke thing running on and all season well as though no other team has injuries we've had loads of injuries to key players and again you know it wasn't mentioned but we have key players mm. out today and we go and do a job and I'm actually sitting there sort of an hour mm. in or whenever just before Calvert-Lewin came on thinking hang on if he comes on and we stretch this it, we're going to be all right you know rather than have, having him limping mm. off and thinking oh god we're going to be defending our six-yard box for the next 25 minutes you thought I did start to think hang on we could we could do this we could do this which that's just such a change after the last few years, you know. I wish we had a game mm. sooner. <laughs> We've got a bit of a gap now, but at least they, they, re, they can recover. Yeah, we have enjoy, a nine-day gap, you know. And hopefully, you know, Ancelotti again. He's a smart enough guy that will gather them together and say, "Right, lads, come on, we build on this now." And we're going to the yeah. spring, and the weather gets a bit warmer, and Hammers Rodriguez doesn't have to worry about it being too cold. <laughs> Let's just enjoy the rest of the season. Try and get to Wembley. You know, just go and do it. We can beat any team on our day. We know it because we've beaten yep. pretty much all of them. You know, if we go and knock City out of the cup, we have beaten all of them. Um, let's just bloody well mm. do it. There's, there's, there's no reason not to, is there? No. And that, that was, that is massive. That is mm, no, what absolutely. happened tonight is, is massive. It is. Mm. We have to believe that. We all have to buy into that. And just be positive. That's that's what I think. That's what I think Ancelotti's tried to do with the players. He's said, "I believe in you. I believe in you. Go out there. You know, you're going to be in the team next week. Get on with it. Get on with it." They've let him down a few times. Let themselves down a few times. Um, and you know, but it's a weird season. You know, who would have thought Liverpool would just be on a four-match losing at home run? You know, mm-hmm. struggling. Oh, yeah. No mm. need. To, you know, let's just get on with it now. Lee. I know you've had a difficult time of late, mate, uh, with your with your nan passing. It it must mean a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, feels like the same. It's been a hard few weeks, mate. But I'd like to think it's it's weird the background because my granddad passed away in 1996, and he's the reason I'm the Evertonian I am today. He's he was absolutely huge. He's Brian Labone's best mate. So I remember sat with my nan on the front row of the cathedral at Brian Lebone's uh, funeral sort of guest of honour and Brian Lebone buying me an Everton kit with Kinchelskis on the back before the funeral um, but my granddad always used to call me Nana Jinx he'd say you're a jinx you mm. when, when Everton got beat so I just I can't help but think so that was something to do with her um, so yeah just dedicated to me Nan but yeah it's been a hard few weeks but yeah this, listen we're a, we're a blue family aren't we and you, got, you guys have all been ace yeah. but Tonight's just one to enjoy, like Ben said before. I mean, you, you, we've every Evertonian mm. listening to this, come on, have have a few bevies, yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, you know, it's it's not every year, you know, say that again that we beat them, uh, and let's hope it's a it's a regular occurrence now going forward. But I'm certainly going to enjoy it, and I know you all will too. So yeah, thanks for that, Mick. Nice all the best, Lee. Nice. No, you're welcome, mate. Guys, if you were tuning in to listen to Ball, he's <laughs> already got a one. I believe he, last, he, he, he was la- he was last. He, he, 
He was last seen uh, on Dale Street. So if you see him, return him to home, please. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, guys, take care. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it as always. Guys, go and have a drink. Put your feet up. Go for a walk, Lee. You need to burn more energy. Up the toffees. The season goes on and we move on. Mick, and we'll see you next week. Again. Take care and all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool nil. Get in, Thanks for listening to A View from the Bullens in partnership with the Fitzrovia Bell London, the official away day pub for all Evertonians. And sponsored by flatback4.co.uk, clothing inspired by the beautiful game, and fanscapes.co.uk, made by fans for fans. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.